calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Steeride! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out and on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Hey everyone, this is John Roca, one third of the Geek Buddies with this awesome ad for you. If you like this show and you want to make your own and some of you reached out and asked us about making your own podcast, well, let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Go ahead and let your freak flag fly. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Take it from us here at the Geek Buddies. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, on with the Geek Buddies show. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of some bonus content on The Geek Buddies! Hey! Well, if you clicked on this title, you know we're talking about episode 5 of Watchmen. This is going to be a spoiler discussion. Uh, I am one of your hosts, uh, John Rook. I'm a writer and producer over at Collider and the co-host of the Top 10 Show, uh, co-host of the Cinephiles, host of the Deep Cut over on Collider, and a proud co-host of The Geek Buddies. And this is Shannon McClung. I'm a television actor and an animation writer where uh, our our one absent host Mr. Vogel yeah. who's uh who's in New York right now Mr. Vogel and I are are working on a little secret project that uh, we just turned in our first draft uh yeah I think I actually put that on Instagram yeah uh, yeah and we got our notes and uh, Vogel's clearly very good at this. This is a new experience for me. I read those notes. I get start to get feel like the the rivulets of sweat yeah. starting to come out. I'm starting to get like that stinky stress sweat. Oh yeah. Who are you to tell me what to do with my words? Oh my gosh. It's so. I mean, yeah. I, I guess it's the same for like when I audition. Like if someone gives me an adjustment. Oh. Um, 
I I'm not as emotionally attached. I might think like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Um, but I'm kind of like, okay, we'll do whatever. Uh, whereas writing's a new a new thing for me, or having it critiqued is a new thing for me. Mm-hmm. That's it's very difficult not to not to uh, make it personal. Yeah, bristle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I read the notes. That. I lost my mind a little bit. Yeah. And Vogel's like, oh, these aren't bad at all. I'm like, you're kidding. These tore my heart out. He's like, you're overreacting. This is nothing. What? <laughs> I've got it worse than this. What? <laughs> uh, anyway, well, so we're going to jump into it. Uh, and uh, this is the episode called Little Fear of Lightning. Uh, and it is the backstory of Looking Glass and the backstory that ties most obviously to the original source material of Watchmen, uh, which is what happened on Eleven Two with the squid coming and everything that happened. We have a young uh, looking glass there who's part of some kind of movement. It's talking about the end of the world. Like uh, Jehovah's Witnesses yeah, or that something kind of like thing. that. Yeah. Uh, and we saw those in Watchmen, yeah. in the comic book. People who were saying it's close to midnight, it's all coming. Um, and uh, talk about nuclear war, talk about all this kind of stuff. It was on the uh, uh, horizon, uh, and uh, we have him like getting seduced by this girl, and then being left in this mirror funhouse of mirrors with no clothes on. Yeah. And then the well, the squid lands and shakes the world and kills a bunch of people, but he lives. Yeah. Yeah. What an awesome backstory. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, the the use of the mirrors when they were going through the funhouse, and then after the the psychic blast. And you see all those mirrors shatter. Yeah. I mean, it's it's was really sort of indicative of what has happened to him. His whole world has just been shattered. Great point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everything about this episode, like one, again, I love Tim Blake Nelson. I think yeah. he is so, so good. And how difficult he's a very unique looking guy. Yeah. And how difficult it must have been to cast a younger version of him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and, like, as they were pulling back, because at first, you know, we're, our focus was kind of on the Ferris wheel. And I was like, oh, that almost looks like a squid, like yeah. the way the, the way yeah. it's, the way it's lit. But then as we keep pulling back and keep pulling back, it's like, oh, God, there's the actual squid. As soon as the tentacle showed up, I was like, ah, <laughs> the squid. <laughs> and it looked good. Yeah. And it looked believable. Yeah. And it looked within the world that they constructed that it was believable. Yeah. And I was like, damn. And then going into, like, thinking about how that would impact the city of New York for the next few decades, how they immediately went into basically a tourism video. Yeah. Trying to get people to come back to the city, like, guys, it's okay. It's, it's, It's totally safe here now. And finding out what his day job is, whereas Regina King's is. A bakery owner, like yeah. he actually works for, it looks like a uh, market testing. Yeah, marketing consultant firm, yeah. Yeah, where he gets to watch people from behind the two-way mirror and be like, nope, they're lying. Because right. no guy is ever going to admit that they're scared. Yeah. But they are scared. No Oklahoma, no self-respecting Oklahoma is going to admit that he's scared. Yeah. Right. And I love the suit going like, it, that was 30 years ago, people have moved on. Like, well, they ain't moving to New York. <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> right, but this is also reflects whether he's moving on, right? That, that theme t- takes over the episode as well as we go back and forth in time with him and what he negotiated and figured out and what he had to confront. And then these allusions to these relationships. We get a little more with his... Wife or ex-wife, rather, and she tells him, you know, how many more of these? uh, When do you? I spent six years trying to convince you that I wasn't a girl that was going to take your clothes and run off. So clearly this that moment scarred him forever. And he has been 
vocal with any woman he's dated about that moment and right. how it has messed him up. But he's never moved past not only the squid, but that violation as well. Yeah. Because yeah. that violation was right before the squid. Yeah. Yeah. The two the two are connected. Interconnected. Yeah. And all of the reflectatine that he has on the inside of his hat. Yes. Um, the scene that he has with Gene Smart where she keeps calling him mirror guy. Yeah, mirror and you guy. can tell that is really yeah. upsetting him. Yeah, because he's worked so hard to construct this reality and this name for himself and achieve a certain level of respect. Because remember when he, when you see him at the beginning of the of the episode as a young kid, he's like He's got no position in this group other no. than being a, a, a one, essentially a PA. Yeah, uh, and then goes into this situation and gets to, uh, things take. So clearly, there is a foundation of self, uh, self low self esteem in Looking Glass. Yeah. And so to have uh, a, a respect in a business or, or something like the police force is good because they use his skills in a positive way to try to see what the truth is, try to get the truth out of these criminals, blah, 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 to have someone come just kind of saunter in with the um, experience, the veteran experience, and a woman, to have a woman denigrate him like that, it just hits all the buttons that infuriate him. Yeah. Yeah, and you get to you get a sense of what his life is like. Like Regina King... Um, she has a husband. Yeah, she yeah. has a family. This is a guy who lives by himself. He has a bunker that where he uh, regularly runs drills. On himself. Uh, yeah. And he eats beans out of a can while watching superhero gay porn. Yeah. What is that all about? I That, that I was really curious about because it's like, is he so damaged from women yeah. that this is maybe where— Interesting. I don't know. Maybe he feels comfortable there. I'm not sure. I hadn't. I hadn't even thought that. In my head, I thought he was just watching the series continuation from that episode we'd seen. I think last episode or two episodes ago about Hooded Justice breaking into that uh, uh, convenience store and saving those people. Right. That it was just a series because remember, Lori Blake is asked about or or what's his face is asked about it uh, with Lori Blake and Regina King when they're driving. The guy, the young kid who's with uh, Gene Smart, uh, he says, "Oh, that that all series is loaded all with inaccuracies." Right. Right. So I think I, – I thought he was just watching the next episode of that show. Okay. So, But maybe it's gay porn. No, maybe. but you might be right though because yeah. I want to say – I mean not that you would be able to tell who the actor is from Hooded Justice right. just by looking at his eyes. I'm right. like, ah, I think that probably is the same guy. You're probably right. Mm. He is probably just watching another episode of that show. Yeah, was, Is it full of inaccuracies? I don't know. But <laughs> superhero gay porn was certainly an interesting moment to watch. <laughs> and him being frozen watching is interesting too. Yeah. Was he offended or was he surprised? Which one was was it? Yeah. I don't know. Well, and then him going to that uh, to that support group. Yeah. And that... Which kind of mirrors Endgame in a way. Yeah. The beginning of Endgame, that support group after five years after the blip or whatever you want to call it. Right. Trying to keep moving on. Yeah. When also the actor uh, who played Trixie from Deadwood. Yeah, Paula Malcolm. Paula Malcolm. She's, she's, right. she's Irish, right? Yeah, she is Irish. Yeah. I mean, watching her kind of pop in and seeing the two of them, like you can almost sense that he's starting to let his guard down yeah. like you know he's going off of what his wife said about like you know you there there's a lot of fine women out there why are you always going after ones that are going to kick you in the balls yes and again low self-esteem yeah and then it, you get the sense that he's like okay you know maybe maybe this one is okay this is someone that i can share a common brokenness yeah with yeah yeah, yeah. and then oh i also like how an alternate what 2019 that there was a steven spielberg movie about about the squid. Yeah, did you, yeah, did you catch that? Yeah, yeah. Pale horse. Yeah. Um, 
But that whole sequence that went afterwards where he shows up at the 7th Calvary, Calvary yeah. uh, base church, yeah. and he sees the portal and, oh, my God, that whole scene. Like, I really, really hope he is not dead. I'll yeah. be really sad. Oh, what do you mean? Well, at the end of the episode, yeah. they showed those 7th Cavalry guys going oh, into his house. I don't think you killed Tim Blake Nelson this early in the series. Well, and I would hope that you wouldn't do it off screen either. <laughs> yeah, good point. No, I think he's been waiting. I think he knows once he helped uh, Regina King or tried to help Regina King and, and got her in trouble with uh, Lori Blake Yeah, and, did, and went against the 7th Cavalry. By the way, totally knew Oklahoma Boy was going to be part of the 7th Cavalry. Yes. I called that like last episode in my head. I don't know if we talked about it in the review. Oh, no, I wasn't on there. You guys reviewed it. But in my head, I, I, I was like, mm, that guy's part of the 7th Cavalry. No damn way he's not. Right. Uh, and so when he was, I was like, oh, but the twist here is, is the 7th Cavalry bad? Right. So I we don't know. Remember, Rorschach is supposed to kind of uncover the dirtiness and the underbelly of these institutions and people to show you what's really going on underneath. That was his thing. So I like that the episode initially made it feel as if Paula Malkinson was kind of undercutting him. But the fact that they, she said, we purposely let the lettuce drop out. We put blanks in the gun just in case he took the gun. All of this leads up to the point that just maybe they're not the bad guys. It's something more, something larger is happening here. Right. But we don't know yet what it is. Well, also the senator confirmed that Don Johnson was part of it too. Yes. So that doesn't necessarily mean he was a racist. Well, right? I mean or does it? In that first video in the first episode, they do talk about the race traders. Yeah. So it's difficult to mm, Good point. You know, and it was also one of the Rorschach guys who killed that cop. Yes. In the very true, first scene. True. It was the guy who was driving the truck. Yeah. Yeah. So it's difficult like when when the senator came in, I thought for sure he's going to pull the mask off. It was going to be the guy from the first episode. Right. But then when Tim Blake Nelson said, like, you're not even trying to disguise your voice, senator. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it, I don't see – I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see if – they are not the big bad. Right. If if it, the big bad is more coming from the Lady True side with yeah. Louis Gossett Jr. And oh my God. Let's talk about that. The nostalgia pills. Yeah. Holy crap. I yeah. mean the the next the uh trailer for next week's episode. Looks very interesting. Looks really interesting and just looks super trippy and super creative. Yeah, yeah. Um that's the type of thing. When you're sitting and like, I don't have a ton of experience with this, but I mean, that's the type of thing that you break in a writer's room and everyone gets super jazzed. Like, yeah. what if we did this? Right. Um, yeah. Very, very excited to see next week's episode. Oh, but then we got to your point that yeah. uh, the yeah. game warden. Yes, the game warden. Let's talk about this. Yeah, man. Conrad Veidt, he finally got through that uh, atmosphere. Yeah. And he is on the moon. The moon. He is on the moon. My God. I know Vogel had. He thought Mars. He thought Mars. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Um, but the fact that Veidt killed all those servants yeah. so he could catapult them to then create a message. Right. I mean, the level of intellect, the, the long game Thinking. That's Conrad Veidt. I mean, that's Adrian Veidt. I'm sorry, Adrian Veidt. Conrad is his brother. Right, Conrad is his brother. He died. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Sorry. Uh, I mean, like, uh, uh, Ozymandias. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, but we find out that the game warden is, he's either the first clone or yeah. he's the one that the clones were made off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why he's dressed up like a sheriff, like kind of like the Lone yeah. Ranger, he's got the domino mask on, Yeah. we don't know. I know. 
I think it's Dr. Manhattan who's created these clones and put that head clone in charge of the whole situation to monitor him. See, I think it's Lady True. Oh, you think it's Lady True? I think, well, I think Lady really? True has a hand in it. I don't think that the actual game warden is Lady True. Okay. Because she was the one that bought Vite's company. Yes. Um, we were talking last week when you were gone that um, her daughter might be a clone of her. Right. She's experiencing memories that Lady True has. Yes. Um, so I think it's I think it has something more to do with Lady True than Dr. Manhattan. I think Dr. Manhattan is off on an island right now. Yeah, you don't think he's gonna, being a part of this at all? No, I think he's going to show up. Okay. Um, but I think story-wise right now, he is figuratively and literally on an island. So who is keeping him in this fantasy world? Like, what? who is creating this fantasy world that Ozymandias is living in? I think it's Lady True. But how? I have no idea. Right. She's that, very smart. Yeah, oh, sure. Definitely. <laughs> She's a trillionaire. Yeah. Um, this idea, though, is like, okay, well, where is he? Because the atmosphere, all of that, did, did someone populate the moon? Is he under some kind of psycho, psychotropic uh, uh, hallucination or something? Like, what is happening here that he, has cre- that he has this whole thing to work around it? Like I said, the game warden, they've created this world for him to exist in. But certainly the world has limits because – and the world is penetrable yeah. by sending those servants through and himself through yeah. to build the – to build the to, to create the words. Yeah, I don't – And he's yanked. Remember, he's not yanked all the way back down. He's simply just yanked, and all of a sudden he's out off the moon. Yeah. I I don't think it is a portal. Um, I'm wondering— Yeah, no, I don't think it's a portal either. I'm wondering if it's—I mean, there, there actually—there was a short film. That, you know the game Portal? Yeah, of course. Okay, so they did a short film um, off of it. I don't know, but maybe like ten years ago. Okay, that uh, the the lead actress in it was a friend of mine, was a coworker. Of oh, mine. cool. Um, but the way that they did that, how she eventually got out, and you find out she's in, she, she gets out of her prison, and then you find out she's just in another prison. Like oh. it, it's it's very Truman Show like. Right, right. So I'm wondering if this is some sort of version of that. If he is when he's in sort of like the green vistas and whatnot, um, he's on the moon, but yeah. it's some sort of protected. Area that oh. he has to get the only way out is up. Right, 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 right. I mean, the science, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, was there anything you didn't like or anything you know you were you were upset about or kind of well, you know, we we talked about and like I don't know which one's gonna drop first, but we talked about on The Mandalorian yeah. how um a lot of times with these hour shows, these these cable shows, that um there's a lot of information to get out, but they have to Spoon it out over a season. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you will get unnecessary storylines or not as compelling storylines. Thus far for me with Watchmen, there is not a wasted yeah. minute in this show. I mean, it seems like everything that it has happened is going to come back, which yeah. is why I think Lube Man will be coming back <laughs> in some capacity. Yeah, fair point. Uh, what happens now? Why... Why was she bugging their desks, Lori Blake? What is what is your, her overall objective here? Now that she's taken over uh, Don Johnson's position, what is her goal here, do you think? Well, she doesn't trust Sister Knight. Right, like that, that, that was evident right from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Um, and I think she also sort of acknowledges that thin blue line that law enforcement can have is that yeah. these guys, they're not going to rat on each other. So that's why she bugged his desk. But I think also, I think she thinks she can trust him more than she can Sister Knight. Right. And Sister Knight, there's a lot of question marks around her mm-hmm. when she's talking about, like, the wheel, the wheelchair uh, tire tracks. Right, right. So when Tim Blake Nelson, I mean, he actively ratted 
Sister yeah, Night Out. She did. He did, and, and apologized after she was arrested. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Lori Blake is trying to get down to the bottom. Who killed Don Johnson? Yeah. I okay. think that's what she's after. And the Seventh Cavalry. Yeah. She said she's after them. Um, did you like that she took the nostalgia pills, or was that a convenient thing? Because they kind of let her do it. I stopped her from. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Okay. Um, one, I think we're, we're dealing with a little bit of comic book, comic book logic and also like sort of alternate earth logic. Yeah. Like, you know, you actually, th- these are pills that uh, an older person can take to keep their memory fresh. Yeah. And the idea that if someone else takes them, it's going to jack them up. Right. I think that's so freaking cool. So, and, and it's going to be interesting because it's going to give her a window into more than just this guy's backstory. If he's part of a superhero team or was part of the Watchmen, another version of the Watchmen yeah. in the past or the Minutemen, whatever they were going to be called, she'll have a night access to it. Yeah, I think. To those memories. As and she may see something about Lori Blake in the past with Comedian, with Sally Jupiter, with all this. There, must be, there might be something there that she takes as a, um, a negotiating tool or leverage right. against Lori. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Uh, as we have said in the past, what Damon Lindelof and his his team are doing really, really well is they are they're putting questions out there, but they're answering them as yeah. well. Yeah. And you get an answer to a question, and it's satisfying. Like I haven't I haven't had one question answered thus far in sort of the, the mystery angle of the show. Where I'm like, eh, that's kind of stupid. Um, these have all been solid. Yeah. And so next week, maybe we we finally find out whether or not Lewis Gossett Jr. was hooded justice. Yeah. And he had gay sex. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the story's loaded with inaccuracies. Yeah, there's inaccuracy. That's right. That's right. That's what it is. Uh, anything more you want to say about it? No, yeah. I'm just I'm I'm enjoying the hell out of this show. I mean, Me if, if you guys, if our listeners, if you guys are enjoying it the way that we are, or if you're not, tweet at us. Let yeah. us know. Let us know. Let us know in the comments section. Certainly, many of the uh, podcast apps you listen to us on. Uh, I'll let Shannon end uh, uh, with our our, our um, handles, but let me say, please retweet the show. Uh, tell other people about the show if you're enjoying the, the Geek Buddies approach to things. Michael will be back next week with us to talk about everything again. Uh, thanks to everybody who were, uh, who missed me for when I was in Australia. That was very kind of people to send me stuff to let me know that. Uh, but we uh, we love doing the show. Please give us ratings and comments and reviews on all the apps, especially on iTunes, because it helps us move up in visibility for other people to find us. Yeah, and if you would like to follow us on social media, on Twitter, it's at geek underscore buddies. On Instagram, at the underscore geek underscore buddies. If you'd like to follow me on social media, on Twitter, it's at Shannon underscore McClung. On Instagram, at Shannon the Geek Buddy. If you'd like to go to my Facebook fan page and give me a little like on there, which is facebook.com slash Shannon McClung fan page, my representation would be oh so happy. Uh, if you'd like to follow Mr. Vogel on both platforms, it's at MKTune. If you would like to follow Mr. Roca on both platforms, Platforms. It's at the Roca says. There you go. Uh, and one last thing: if you all are Schmodown fans, I will be at the Schmodown Fan Expo on December seventh. Before the Schmodown Spectacular starts, I will be signing stuff, taking pictures, selling some merchandise for the Outlaw. So all that, come by and say hi. Let's have a little fun and tell me if you're a Geek Buddies fan. There we go. All right. That's it for the Geek Buddies. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. 
and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.